Hi everyone, this is Josh, the DM. Welcome to Nerdy People Play Dungeons & Dragons, part of the Nerdy Things Podcast. I'm Tyler from the Talking Fail and the Discographers Podcasts. I'm playing the Human Ranger, Aiden Hobbs. Hi, I'm Aiden, and I'm playing Gary the Monk. I'm Crystal from Board Game Blitz, and I'm playing Amethysia, the Half-Elf Bard. I'm Jesse from the Our Turn Podcast, and I'm playing Valorax. The Dragonborn Fighter. Okay, everyone. Welcome to Nerdy People Play Dungeons and Dragons, where we discover that Josh does not know how to use a calendar. Yay! That sounds like the most exciting podcast ever! (laughs) Yeah, Josh's inability to get anything right. A podcast in 84,000 parts. Just follows me around all day watching me stuff up. Sounds like an interdimensional cable bit. Josh can't use a calendar. Where, when are all my appointments? What day is it today? I don't know anything. Anyways. <laughs> Last week, we left our heroes. They had just destroyed a gargoyle at the front of the chateau. Um, where they are trying to get themselves a... A few dozen uh, bottles or a big-ass barrel of wine. Guys, how you been? Good. Eager to get some booze. And (laughs) in-game? Yeah. (laughs) Cool. So um, I leave it to you guys what you do from here. So you're just on the front doorstep, essentially. I feel like things are going to go weirdly once we get inside. So it's kind of, why don't we just sit on the doorstep and enjoy ourselves for a moment? <laughs> just like, you know, you allow a small a inter- interval to go past and you, you absorb the somewhat relaxed yet naturally rugged and beautiful landscape of the corrupted wine vineyard. I open the door. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. I like to think I was doing some post-battle stretches, at least, you know. We could don't have Don't want to strain my calf muscles. Or we just, like, smash the shit out of a gargoyle. I'm pretty sure they, if anyone's in there, they know someone's out there. Well, that doesn't you mean don't we that. don't have to dispense with the pleasantries. <laughs> <laughs> we just beat up a big gargoyle. Like, I think we're, we're past pleasantries. Yeah. He, I guess he was, beating up gargoyles. He was big, but he was no Goliath. Well, I guess we're inside now. Hey, do you think it was weird Goliath was voiced by someone called David? That's got Josh thinking. That's awesome. I mean, what, how many, what version of David and Goliath are you referring to? I imagine there are many. No, the character Goliath in the series Gargoyles was um, voiced by Keith David. Okay, that's just weird. Yeah. Sorry, you you destroyed me. Um, Well done. Okay, sorry. All right, I'm back. (laughs) Well done, Ethan. You've destroyed the Dungeon Master's brains. Tune in next week. (laughs) Tune in next week when Ethan makes an allusion to Thundercats and Josh loses his shit. Um, (laughs) As you guys enter the foyer, 
the atmosphere of the place is immensely claustrophobic. There is a fine layer of grey, hairy mould throughout the room itself. Um, in the room as well, you can see debris from a battle. Um, there are no corpses, but you can certainly see broken weapons, a couple of shattered arrows, and it, it, it just looks like a mess. I mean, you can tell this place, there was a big fight in this place. Over to the west and the east, there are doors. Also, right in front of you is a very old-looking staircase leading up. Doors to the east and west, a staircase in front of us. Yep. And Ethan, can you give me a charisma check? Oh, not again. Yep. I tell you what, that gnomish caravan is really Moorish. Seven. Oh, that's not great. It's not great, but it's not <laughs> terrible. Add some um, things to that. Gary, you just feel a, press, a pressure sprouting out from your brain. And you don't quite collapse to your knees, but you do certainly pause for a second as you are assailed with visions of this it's almost like a humanoid lady made of, like, physical mold. And you simply hear a name whispered in your mind. Sucked my... Ow. You're okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got a funny feeling about this, guys. Let's just get the booze and get out. Cool. So, like... What, what would you guys like to do? I'm heading down the east door. I ain't wasting no time. I'll follow him. Right? Yeah. There, okay. You can if you like. Um, as you come to... <laughs> Sorry. I realized that was just the most passive-aggressive way I could have said that. Um, right. The parlor adjacent to the foyer is in fairly good shape. There are long couches and a large marble bar and numerous stuffed animals. The trophies include a buffalo head, a moose head, a complete brown bear, lots of rabbits, a squirrel, and a beaver. Um, this was obviously some kind of tasting room, because you can see like some glasses and a few empty bottles are just strewn around the place. There is also a fireplace in the, um, the far east wall, and you can see that there is a, um, like a stuffed lynx in the ashes. It looks a bit scorched, but it didn't burn particularly well. Detect right. magic. Okay. You cast detect magic. Yes. Overall, you get a feel of an aura of a magic related to decay and breaking down. It's like the mold itself is a kind of a form of magic. Or at least it's got a very magical essence to it, but it, it in itself is not actually causing any kind of magical effect. But you just get this feeling all around you. Is there any way I can like investigate the room to, I don't know, I don't even know what I'd be looking for. Well, you would roll a perception check. Can I search for clues? I'll look at it and I'll be like, aha, there's a clue. But not when I roll a five. Like, shit's cool. broken. Uh, what, what are your old perception bonuses? I think it's like plus seven? So 12 in total? Uh, passive perception 14, bracket 19. Uh, what do you add to perceptions? It's Wisdom. Oh. Uh, 
I don't think I'm proficient in perception. I just had four. Yeah. So it's nine. Uh, nine, yeah. You notice nothing particularly interesting about this room. You do notice that some of the ashes just kind of stir slightly in the breeze. Well, this room is boring. You know, you guys want to go find another one? I want There's to grab a door the, to the north. The stuffed, I want to grab the stuffed squirrel and toss it to Fluffy for her to chew on. The stuffed squirrel is covered in mold. Oh, never mind. Oh, that was so sweet. That was a very nice thought. But, I mean, you can. I'm not going to stop you. We are totally burning this place down on our way out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's As you guys do, do move from room to room, though, um, you do get the feeling of, like, just this... You just feel dirty and yuck, as if there's, as if there's like, spores, like, in every breath you take. Oh. Um, I would like to put on the plum cloak that I bought, but I want to put it on backwards and try and, like arrange it so the hood is covering my most of my face. Okay. Like, hook it, hook it over my ears. You can do that. Because I bought a plum cloak, and I haven't used the darn thing, so let's well, try and make I, it. I assume you wear it, and I assume you have, like, a kerchief or something that you could wrap around your face. I, I don't know oh. that. Okay. Oh, I was going to point and laugh. <laughs> I mean, that probably makes good medicine sense. Yeah, medicine sense. That's good. I mean, there's nothing in this room got, you guys want to look at anything, or search through? If I got anything I can put around my face, like a surgical, like like one of those surgical masks, I'm sure. Probably shouldn't be breathing all this shit in. Actually, Gary, give me a medicine roll. Uh, and the okay. rest of you, give me a perception roll. Mm-hmm. 12 plus uh, medicine plus 6. Uh, actually, it should be a total of plus 7, so it should be 19. Well, I've got a 22 in perception, so... Very nice. Um, 19 here. Okay. Val, Crystal, not so much, Aiden. You guys do pick up that you are breathing in these spores, and it's it's, it's definitely giving you a, not a very good feeling, and you suspect that it may not be very good for you to do so. So masks across the face is a great idea. Gary... You know that you've got enough knowledge to know that breathing in a heavily moldy room is really not a very good idea for you guys. So you do know that you are going to have to try and do whatever it is you have to do as quickly as you can. Otherwise, you guys are going to get sick. All right, this room's boring. Let's go through the north door. We gotta make a move. Um, we gotta get a move on, people. I'm gonna. I want to send Fluffy outside because there's no real way to cover her mouth. Snout okay. and have her be able to fight. So I'll just tell her to go stand outside the front door. She she looks at you and you can tell that she doesn't she doesn't really want to do it, but you are in charge, so she does what you tell her. All right. She's a good dog. Oh, and um, Tyler, I like the uh, the Lincoln Park album. Oh, I saw you a tweet about that. Can I? Uh... Wait, hold on. I need to look at my details. For Can I cast an alarm on Fluffy so in case anyone comes and tries to mess with her, we will know about it? Am I able to do that with my alarm spell? I don't think you can. 
No, it's a, let's see, hold on. I got to Everything's in a different place. Oh no. Okay. That's okay. That's um, okay. I'm, I'm looking it up as well. And Jesse, if you know, let window. me know. <laughs> a door, a window, or an area within range that is no longer larger than a 20 foot cube. So theoretically I could maybe like cast it on the stoop itself that she's going to yeah. be standing on. Yeah. You can do that. Okay. So, so you'd walk back and yeah. 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 I'm going to cast an alarm on the stoop where Fluffy will be located. Okay. Very good. So at my count so far, you guys have spent probably about 15 minutes wandering around this place. Um, so you guys go through the parlor north, uh, through that door into the kitchen. And unlike most of the chateau, this room, it's still moldy, but it's not as bad. I mean, you can tell there was a lot more human activity in this room and more frequently. You can see benches that have been brought outside and they've been set up around long tables. And you can see that large groups of people used to congregate in this room. However, you don't see any knives, there's no cleavers or chopping boards or anything. There's nothing in here that with which you could make fire unless you were to break down one of the benches. At the end of, at what, sorry. Is that a challenge? I talk for a living and no. Um, at one end of the kitchen, I'd say the north end in this case, um, actually, sorry, the northwest corner. Josh is really good with directions, by the way. I mean, I can't picture anything anyway, so you can say whatever you want and I'll believe you. That means I need to do a better job. No, I'm just really, really bad at it. Like for the record, like real bad. <laughs> That's good to know. So in the north east corner, um, there is a dumb, what looks like a crude dumbwaiter. Um, it's like a small it's almost like a small elevator that you'd use to like move food from the ground floor up to the top floor. So the master could have a sandwich in his bedroom if he so felt. Um, it's about five foot by two feet opening covered by a wooden door on sagging hinges. Alongside the door is another opening in the wall, which is right next to you guys to the West. Um, where am I? Which contains the two ropes for the dumbwaiter. There's an exit, sorry, to the left. So, what would you guys like to do? So the ropes for the dumbwaiter aren't next to the dumbwaiter itself? Sorry, that they are next to the dumbwaiter. They're a bit uh, further along that western wall. But, like, I know some dumbwaiters have a pulley system that you can actually use from inside the dumbwaiter itself, but in this case, the, the ropes are not accessible if someone were to, say, be in the dumbwaiter. You would need to open the dumbwaiter to see. Okay. I mean, I hear dumbwaiter, and I want to take it wherever it goes. <laughs> we could just use the stairs. I hear dumbwaiter, and I think, man, they, they must have got a terrible review on Yelp. Ah, uh, jokes. <laughs> um, can I search the room for anything else of note, or...? You can. Um, let's see. Uh, I rolled a 13. I don't know what I would add to that. Uh, perception. So you'd roll... Perception! Mm -hmm. Alright. Well, that's a plus 6 for me, so that'd be 19. That's correct. You, so you're walking around the kitchen, you're having a... Anyone... You guys can all do searches as well, if you like. So you're essentially going through the kitchen, you're opening drawers, checking through. You find a couple of 
empty or a couple of cracked bottles of wine that you know would be no good now. Um, Val, you're, you're looking through the larder and the uh, cupboards trying to see if there's any perishable foods left and anything that was left in there is now just like a big moldy lump. Crystal, as you walk past the dumb raider though, you, you think you might hear a faint rattling sound inside. I would like to go look in the dumbwaiter. Okay. So are you, you, you notice that it's, it's, it's got a bit of like debris just in front of it. So you're going to remove the debris and just open it up. Yep. Wonderful. Oh gosh. <laughs> and Mathesia, as you take the debris away, the, just the doors of the dumbwaiter just suddenly spin bill open and this skeleton just seems to like float out of the dumbwaiter standing in this weird aura of mold and dust before you that will have everyone roll initiative <laughs> you just had to do it i said I mean, we should take the stairs <laughs> for the record no i have nothing but <laughs> <laughs> the wreck um, no actually <laughs> okay so Val you're probably going last yeah I rolled the big fat one so yes okay uh, uh, I have a total of 15 okay total of 14 Tyler you've got more than that you're one of us Dexburg. I think it's 18 for Aiden or 17 uh, we can't hear you, Tyler. Does that, or maybe I just can't? No, no I muted myself because oh. I moved my microphone around and then I didn't gotcha. turn it back on. <laughs> I uh, so, time. Uh, we had Dex, right? So it'd be 14 yep. plus 3. Yep, so 17. Oh. Okay, and who was next? Uh, 14. I've got 15. Oh, sorry. Okay. So, Amy, Gary. The mysterious creature that no one knows what it is. I mean, you said skeleton. I said a skeleton floating in midair, surrounded by like a kind of dusty, moldy aura. Oh, okay. So it's just a see-through creature that has a skeleton. <laughs> it might be. Josh is giving us the eyebrows again. Shit! Loyal I got my listeners. cowboy hat. <laughs> That's probably not a vampire. Probably not a vampire, no. <laughs> okay. Um, Aiden, I'm going to let you go first because you had the best initiative roll. I, or actually, I'm going to let it have an attack as a surprise on Amy because that'll be funny. Yeah, that seems appropriate. <laughs> Okay. Does a 13 hit you? Uh, I don't know where that is on my sheet now because I have a new sheet and uh, my armor class was like 14 I have two 15. different armor classes now. I have unarmored and armored. You're wearing uh, armor. You're wearing armor. Okay. So I have a 14. Ooh. <laughs> that was very I close. And monster. Yes. So as it just sort of leaks out of the dumbwaiter. This, it, it's almost like a tentacle of just this moldy aura just like comes directly at you. You, however, can leap straight out of the way and you just see this slimy, moldy 
stuff just punching the pass through uh, punching through the air past your face and you realize it's not just a skeleton dun 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 is it some kind of mold elemental hey guys it's not just a skeleton okay all right all right tyler all right well if they attack it attacked us first and i'm going to attack it with my bow and arrow that sounds fair I mean, yeah, we could have had a lovely conversation with the mole monster, but it just had no <laughs> I don't uh, think you can have a conversation with the mole monster. <laughs> uh, 12 altogether on the first arrow. That's going to hit. Okay. Do you want me to do the second arrow? Or yeah, do, uh, do, do, do yeah, one after the other. That's okay. okay. All right. Second really... attack, 11. Uh, you rolled a 1. Well, totals. Right, but he adds 10. You still rolled yeah, a 1. You rolled a one. Oh. You still rolled yeah, a one. Yeah, but then I add more. But then you I add. You still rolled it's a math, one, guys. Critical fail. <laughs> it is it's a critical really fail. So your first arrow just flies beautifully true, and just it seems to just like punch into something, and then just like just stop in the air. And your other one, you're pulling back again, and the bowstring just snaps in your fingers, and the arrow falls at your feet. So you will have to spend a bonus action to restring your bow. So next turn, you only get one attack. But can you give me a D8, please? No, I really don't. I'm not. Nine altogether. Very nice. Okay. Uh, and now it's Amy's turn. It is me. I... I'm not going to cast Thunder Wave, for the record. <laughs> you totally could. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I... So how, how much damage did it, did it appear that the arrow was doing from what from my vantage point? Not a lot. Not a lot. Um... I don't... I don't, I don't know There's what... There's a couple of things this. you can do. You, as a tumbler, can disengage without uh, provoking an attack of opportunity. That is cool. But then I don't know what I would do after that. Um, sorry, my sheet, I love that Jesse rearranged my sheet for me, but I just don't know where things are. So I'm kind of struggling to uh, get an idea of what I should do. Um, I will disengage. I'll tumble away <laughs> as my bonus action. Um, is that right? I think so. Jesse, you left a note saying that I can tumble as a bonus action. So if that's accurate, I'm, oh, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, in, that case, it would be, in yes. that case, you can take an action and then your bonus action. Okay, well then, that being the case, let's attack it with... I have a lot of weapons and I don't know what would be best against this. Let's try the magical short sword. Magical short sword is a very good choice. And let's do that. Uh, so that is... That's very much a hit. Yeah, okay. Um, and then... Damage for that D6. one. D6. Well, that's not very much damage. That's not very good. Um, but you had your decks, so that's... Oh, okay, so like four. Four. Very good. So, you carve into this thing, like, trying to get through to the skeleton, but you notice that it's like, there's almost like this 
stuff, like blocking your blade from really penetrating in. And you realize, like, as your blade comes back, you see this, like, moldy, slimy, almost gelatinous stuff, like, coating the blade. All right, well, I'm going to go, ew, and tumble away. That is a very good move. Okay. Gary. Uh, can I attempt to identify this thing just by looking at it and thinking, yes. hmm, this reminds me of a thing I once read yeah. about okay. in a book or in monk school or whatever. Okay, give me a perception check. I'll let you do that as a bonus. Uh, four. You don't know what it is. <laughs> well, I'm going to regret melee attacking it. Uh, I do a little flip and then whack it with my stick. Okay. So I'm going to assume you come in from the south. Yep. Okay, that's a good attack. Uh, one plus four decks plus okay. one. Uh, yep. Staff. I know six. All okay. right. And your next uh, attack. Second, second staff whack. Uh, suspense is slack. killing me. Give me, give me my roll, Slack. Oh, I rolled a. Uh, four. No, four. That's still four hit. Plus. So give me D8. Man, these things are so easy to hit. Yeah, it's it's not going anywhere. Uh, okay. Plus, and that's seven. Seven more damage. All right, I'm so, going to regret doing this with melee that. attack. <laughs> you might, yes. Okay, it is now the creature's turn. And Gary... It, I didn't get my melee attacks? You didn't get your kung fu attack because you used your bonus action to try and identify it. Oh, yeah, alright. Okay. If it could be said to turn to face, it simply turns and then suddenly takes a massive swing at you. Uh, I assume 16 does not hit you. Nope. But Very good. But it uncomfortably close. It then squelches towards you. Can you give me a dexterity check, please? Oh, I'm good at those. Not today, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I try to so do a flip. The rest of you are watching in horror as this cube of gelatinous, moldy slime just seems to merge. Like, it just merges Gary into it. This is not going to... You are not going to enjoy this. Please cut around the monk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Gary, you take 11 points of acid damage. Wow. And we didn't heal after the gargoyle took a No, you out. didn't. So, uh, yeah, we're going to have to have a tea break after this. Yeah, okay. Uh, Val. Hmm. Just making Lacking better Gary options, in I will, trouble. I'll come up and slice it. Okay. So give me the two attacks. Ooh, nice. That's a good hit. 25 and a 23. Those so are two I very nice hits. <laughs> okay. So give me the two D8s. Are there any other cool things you're wanting to do? Not at this time. I don't think I need to... I have a feeling tripping it would not be that effective, so I'll just hit it. So a total, oh my god, 28 points of damage. Nice. <laughs> what? Very nice. Very nice indeed, sir. 
So wow. that's that's some serious rolls. That is some very serious rolls. Can't you have done that before at Gravity? <laughs> so, my turn. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are watching Val just he just wades in and just slice one, slice two, and just sheets of this thing are just like pouring off. Okay, Aiden, it's your turn. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and use my short sword and necro dagger. See okay. if that's any more effective. Alright. So short sword is this one. Five. That's a hit. Oh wait, no, sorry, it's a miss. Okay. Then the necro dagger. That's just a straight roll plus one. That's also five. Uh, so yeah. You you come in to stab at it when you're like, uh, yeah, actually no, 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 no. It's like that. It's, it's like that um that Godzilla comic where it's walking back into the water, going like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> you're just really carefully trying not to slice up your friend Gary, who's still yeah, he, like he's monk. he's trying to find an angle. <laughs> okay, Amethysia. Oh. Um, okay, as a What's your bonus, passive perception? My passive perception mm-hmm. is a thing that's on my sheet somewhere. It's this is like, fun for everyone it's to It's really to. good. It's like 15 or something. Uh, <laughs> anyone in, okay, I'm going to scroll back to my old sheet. It's okay. I'm, I'm not going to make passive you perception, check. 14. 14. Okay, that's good enough. You notice that as you, like... As your blade came back and as you were tumbling, the stuff that came off your blade is sizzling where it hits other areas. So you can tell that Gary right now is submerged in acid. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I can tell that too. It really hurts. (laughs) (laughs) My passive perception is pain. (laughs) Okay. I... As my... Oh, okay. So... You so have can I cast and bonus healing action. word as my primary action and then give Gary a bardic inspiration die as my bonus action? Yeah, I'll allow that. Yeah. What what level do you want to cast healing word at? How much damage has he taken so far? It's a lot, right? He's taken eleven, uh, which is a bit. Let's do a level two healing word. I also took damage from that gargoyle, so I'm actually like almost half dead. Well, okay. So. Okay. So you roll 2d4 plus your charisma modifier. Okay. Ones, 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 ones. Sorry. Well, you got your wish on one of them. So my charisma modifier is plus four. Okay. So, so Gary, you feel some of your burns healing somewhat, but... You're you're still in a world of pain, Sparky. So, and then I'm a giving him a bardic inspiration die. Yeah, you feeling? Oh, sorry. Well, you're you're probably smoky too, because like all the smoke coming off you is you're dissolving in acid. Yeah, if I get if I'm getting out of this, I'm just hopping into a corner and like, you know, when a dog shakes itself <laughs> to get all the liquid off. <laughs> Gross, Gary. It's your turn. All right. Um, how do I extricate myself from the big acid monster? You take monster? a successful strength check. 
Well, I got nothing better to do, guys. <laughs> well, you have a you have an inspiration die. So. Oh, and he does it. So, Gary, you're able to shove your staff directly through, and everyone just sees you like plop backwards on your ass. It's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a monk. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not really that funny that often, but occasionally I come up with a good one. Oh gosh, I broke Josh. That was pretty good. I broke Josh. Guys, we need to go somewhere nice. Josh's face is so red. That's great. Uh, Having been at two births, it's not quite that dramatic. Um, There's nowhere near as much acid damage. And that could get very gross very quickly. Gary, I will allow you your move and a bonus action. Um, I mean... Get the heck away from the acid demon. <laughs> I, I got nothing I can really do with my with my actions, so just, I don't know. Yeah, you can. Oh, what can I do with my bonus action? I'm not even sure what I can do. Uh, you can, can use key points. Uh, I think... I think um, immediately after you take an attack action, uh, I can like I can't make unarmed strikes unless I make a regular strike. No, those are bonus, so those are okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure I have to attack it normally. But I'm the looking DM at. says you can attack. Just attack it. I don't <laughs> you want can to attack touch if it. you wish. I don't but touch you it. can take a move action, and I would suggest you have a really good look at your character sheet about what kind of moves you can do if you use a key point. See everyone, I'm a I'm still a nice DM. Bless yes, you. Uh, You're very nice. Well, deflecting arrow is not going to work. Um, Probably not. I can like dodge as a bonus action to get away from it, but like I don't know, I'm not that afraid of it. As it's going to get on my feet, like round two, bitch. All right. Do you want to punch it? No, I'm not touching it. <laughs> okay. I learned my lesson. Okay, so given that there's three people in... Actually, I want to use my bonus action to identify it. Because okay. I'm really curious. I'll give, I mean, you, I'll give you a bit of a bonus because you... 11 plus. Very good. You know this is a kind of gelatinous cube. Oh, really? Was that obvious? I couldn't tell before. Everybody hears about regarding yeah. me. Although, and given, given how viciously um, Val has sliced it up, it's more of like a gelatinous pyramid. Ha. All right. Well, you know, put up your dukes, QB. <laughs> it's the embodiment of a pyramid scheme. So it tries to suck you in and then destroy you. Okay. Uh, all right. As I was saying. Because there's three of you guys in... Actually, no. Like all wounded animals, it is going to attack the thing that tried to kill it. Okay. Val, Val, you've got more than 15, correct? Oh, yeah. Okay. Can you give me a dexterity check? Because it's going to try and eat you. <laughs> oh, nice. So, well done. 
Very well done indeed. Um, so it, you just see it like lumbering forward and you're just able to like dash back perfectly. So the cube did no damage this round. And Val, it's your turn. Well, I'll and because you flank, because you dodged so well, I will allow you advantage on one attack. All right. I get the impression he's not going to need. Oh, okay. Oh, he uh, needed seven. it. <laughs> okay, very good. Yeah. That's a hit. Yeah, and then I'll I'll attack it again. And that's a twelve. So that's two hits. All right. Can Val finish off the gelatinous cube? We'll find out after these messages. Oh, jeez. Another 23 Oof. points of damage to it. Very nice. So you add plus 7 per hit. Yes. He does. He's a murderer. Uh, That's a lot. Strength. How do you get to 7? Strength gives me 4 because I have an 18 strength. I get plus 2 for dueling and then plus 1 because it's a magical weapon. So a total of 7. Okay. So, just be thankful I didn't make a great weapon fighter. You'd see some insanity. So. Oh, yes. <laughs> they, they're they're bulls-tastic. I'd be thankful. <laughs> I need to chop so, up this cube. Given the way Val is coming looking? at this thing, it's almost like he's trying to sculpt something before he kills the cube. It takes on a, va a vaguely dragonborn shape. <laughs> I just had this mental image of like Val carving it into a statue of himself. Hey guys, look! Eh, eh. Okay, but it is now Aiden's turn. Wait, so it's still standing? It's still standing, but not very much would... though. Oh, it's right. really not happy. I will hold off then. Okay, you, you can tell that right. the consistency was really starting to fall apart. If this was like a normal creature, it would have. It, it, you you could tell that it would be like almost bleeding out. It, it's that badly damaged. Yeah, hold on. All right. All right. I I don't want to get a, uh, I don't want to get close to it. So I'm gonna do whatever it takes to repair my bow. That. Okay. You said that you could do that as a bonus action, right? Yeah, but you can only have yeah. one bow attack if you restrain. Mm. I don't want to get close to it. Um, you did run in and try to stab it. Yeah. All right, I'll do that again. Okay. Uh, am I only attacking with one of my weapons? or do no, I you, doing you get both. Dual That's okay. Work? Unless okay. you want to restring your bow. But you're dual well, wielding, I want to so... I, well, I definitely want to restring the bow. The bow can wait. Just kill it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Short sword. Is that one? That's a hit. 13. So give me the D6. In the knowledge that you're probably going to kill it. Where is it? What is it, 1d6? Yeah. Plus your dex bonus. Very nice. So, Aiden, so after Val that... has carved it into a rough simile of himself, you leap forward and you carve your short sword straight in, right down the middle. The rest of the slime simply falls away from the skeleton, which clatters to the ground, and the slime mold simply dissipates, becoming uh, dormant and magically now non-corrosive. So, well done, guys. That was a hell of a fight. Hooray. Piss off, ghost. 
I know I've heard that someone else. I just don't know. The Ragnarok. Ah, that's right. Okay. Also, around the skeleton's neck, you did see a silver necklace. All right. I run uh, over to pick, try and pick up the necklace. I sort of use my staff to like reach out and just pick it up. I don't want to touch it. <laughs> Very nice. So you're able to lift up the necklace pretty easily and just give it a bit of a shake before you touch it and then wipe it with the sleeve of your robe that didn't completely dissolve. And you can tell this is like a pretty basic kind of necklace. It might be worth 10 gold pieces to the right buyer, but otherwise it's just an ordinary silver necklace. Nothing special or magical about it that we can tell? No, because I know that Aiden is still detecting magic. Okay. <laughs> but I could I detect Aiden. that thing inside the dumbwaiter, but okay. Well, it's um, not magical. Uh, you're detecting your bow back together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I will let you guys that. do that if you want to take a short rest. I don't want to take a short rest inside the spore-filled hellhole. Yeah, I was going to suggest if we're going to take an hour, let's go outside. Very good. I have this strange feeling that I uh, want to clean myself. This <laughs> new and bizarre <laughs> sensation. Very good. Very so you guys go outside and you see Fluffy. She's just sitting on the stoop. Looks at Aiden. Amethysia, hey, Bow, go in there. Gary. Hey guys, I'm gonna take a quick, uh, <laughs> quick swim in the well. That well we passed earlier. Uh, see you in a bit. You're going to swim in the well. Uh, You're going to dive down a well without a rope or a bucket. I've got rope. You got rope. <laughs> okay. Very good. <laughs> In the okay. land of fantastically um, bad ideas, this is among them. <laughs> this look, this is See really guys! fucking great. I got a like, I'll tie a rope up around me. I'm like, look, this is the cleanest water we got here. I'll just be a second, and I'll climb down the well, and you know, wash myself a little bit. If it's if this is supposed to be drinking water, like you know, it's yeah. cleaning water. Yeah, and you guys did discover. You guys did discover last week that this water is wonderfully clean. Yeah, so I'm going to ruin it. Yeah, it's really it. clean. I'm going to ruin it by climbing down the well and bathing in it. Or, or or we could get a bucket and bring water up to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my way is much uh, more expedient. Hey, uh, hey, Aiden, just tell uh, just tell Fluffy to you know lift her leg up a little bit and w- wash off Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Sterile, right? <laughs> okay. Gary, how many hit dice do you want to roll to get hit points back? You've got um, up to five you can use. Uh, well, if we are, well, I got my my teapot of plus D four hit points per short rest. Yeah, and Aiden can help you out with a D six. So, so you can actually uh, yell medic at him, and he and he can help you. All right. So, uh, yeah, Aiden, give us a. So you'd be going 1d8, 1d6, 1d4. Plus your constitution bonus. uh, Two plus Aiden, like bandage rebirth. And add your constitution. So that's eight plus, 
I think it's one or two was your constitution bonus. Sorry, four, six, two plus for nine. me, nine plus uh, 12 hit points. So I'm back up to 44, which is nearly all my 12? hit points. Yeah. Oh, it was a plus three. Yeah, four. You one healthy two. monk. All right. Okay. Four yeah, yeah. No, it would only be 11. Wait, what? Three plus three uh, plus two. I rolled a four. Oh, oh gosh, sorry. Okay, four, four plus two plus three. Yes, four yes, 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 yes. Sorry. Two from my teapot, three from does, Tyler's thing. Does that include Amnesthesia's Song of Rest? If she wishes to use it, yes. Let's use it. I okay. shall free away your wounds. Song of Choice? Uh, Song of Choice is uh, suddenly Gary, like suddenly Seymour from the little from Little uh, Shop of Horrors, but it's suddenly nice. Gary instead. That's very good. <laughs> I support oh, this choice. Hit points, I'll take it. Uh, so I roll. Oh no, do I roll? Yeah. Okay, one d six. Don't roll a one. I did Thank not roll you. a one. You're yeah. welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> that was not the song. I know. <laughs> okay, so Gary, how are you feeling? Oh, I'm, oh no, I'm back up to full. Are you? I had me a nice, lovely bath, and uh, yeah, let's let's clear out the rest of this terrifying place. So, you guys come back into the house. What happened to to Ronald or whatever that guy's name was? He's still sleeping. Oh, okay. Can we drag him over to next to Fluffy? As you so guys will, as you guys go around, you see there's like a a pile of brush that's been pushed to the side, and he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. He didn't hang around. He had a nap, and then he's uh, gone. Well, I hope he took our bread roll. Yeah, you see a little note saying thanks. Yeah, we did a good deed, guys. Let's rip up the rest of this fucking house. <laughs> okay, so you guys go back to the house. So you return back to the foyer, where there is still the door to the west that you guys have not gone through, and the staircase, which you have not gone up. I mean, if there was a gelatinous cube in the dumbwaiter... Uh, sorry, question about from when we were in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Could I tell by looking at it whether the dumbwaiter went up, down, or both? You could not tell. Sideways. Okay. Okay, Uh, okay. couldn't tell. I mean, I would assume it went up since we know there's an upper floor, but it's a matter of whether it would have gone down or not. Can we go back into the kitchen real quick? Go back into the kitchen real quick. Check that. I would like to know, just by looking, if I can tell which direction the dumbwaiter can go. Okay. You look at the dumbwaiter and you can see that the mechanism is... It's it's just stuck full of, like, shit. Well, not, like, literal shit. Just, like, you know, like, debris, muck, grease, all that kind of thing. Nothing dangerous, but certainly inconvenient. So you'd need to clean it out first. Before I can even tell what directions it'll go? That's right. All right. You suspect I, up. <laughs> I turn to the rest of the group and say... Do we care, or do we take the stairs? I don't care. 
I mean, I, I, I vote for either stairs or you go check out that westward door. Do we have to advocate for the stairs again? The dumb white is f- filled with acid creatures. One acid creature. Come on. Yeah, and it's I'm not full of acid a... creature anymore. Yeah, you kill it. Hey, you, you can go if you want. I'm staying well away from there. Ah, <laughs> eh, we're not splitting the party. So we've got one vote Aww. for stairs and one vote for west door. Val, what are your thoughts? Since we're looking for a cellar, I don't think going up would help. I, I choose the door. For the record, this dumbwaiter might go down as well. Just saying. You could clean you out, the, you could clean out the garbage. All right, I'm cleaning it. Okay, give me a strength check. Okay, wait, that's a bad thing for me, isn't it? Is strength the one I'm bad at? Yes, it is. Well, doing it anyway. Okay. <laughs> it takes uh, you about eleven plus. It takes yeah. about fifteen minutes or so to clean it out. And after that, and I'm watching Gary get very impatient. <laughs> Yeah, he's just standing there, like, <sighs> using some you very. Want to stay in the house for longer, for longer than we, is necessary. Yeah. yeah, can we just can can Gary? Do you want to go look at that room, the west yeah, door? Yeah, all right, all right. I'm, I'm gonna go to the west door. Okay, so as Amethysia is cleaning it out, Gary and Aiden head along to the west room. You go through the door and you see what you can only imagine is a ballroom. Which, you, I mean, you guys. You're not really students of, the, of any particular architectural school, but you do know what you like, and you can tell this would have been a marvellous room. The entirely wooden structure from floorboards to the ceiling was made without the use of a single nail or touch of cement or stone. So in other words, it will burn beautifully. Um, it was appropriately made from a fine oak stained a rich, dark brown. You can see a relief carving of the family that owned this place, whose name is the Glance, um, over a large marble fireplace. You can tell that this place would have cost a fortune to build. You can now see that any of the windows that were open on the western side have been boarded over, and you can see in the middle of the room a large pile of ruined furniture that has been blackened and charred, like there was a bonfire in the house. Is there a staircase going down? If you continue around the corner, you do see a staircase going down. Although you're on the wrong side of it, you'd need to go back around past the kitchen and through a hallway. Hey guys, we found some stairs. Let's go back around to the other side. Go down the stairs. Right? Okay. Sounds good. Okay. So you essentially have to go through a hallway to go through there. As you go through the hallway, you notice a doorway on your left. Do we want to look or do we want to keep going to the stairs? I mean, the completionist inside me just wants to at least look at it. Just give it a quick bake. Let's open it up and be like, hey, is anyone home? Okay. You touch the door handle and the door swings inwardly, slowly, with a loud, creaking noise. As you look in... That was wonderful, whoever slammed that door. (laughs) Actually, the door itself doesn't actually open. Sorry, that one's locked. All right, well, you know, we'll check it out on our way out. Yeah. 
So you come back to the kitchen and you can see Amethesia is um, playing with the dumbwaiter, which she has discovered goes up. Hooray. We, we see some stairs that go down. So we're going to go check out that. <sighs> I sigh and trudge along behind. Very good. So you guys head out of the kitchen. You immediately turn right, walk down the corridor, go left, and you're tramping down this corridor. And you notice on your left, just before the stairs, there are two different rooms, two doorways, and the stairs. Ooh, can I, can I back up a tiny, tiny bit? Can I, yes. before I walk out of the kitchen, can I wedge something into the dumbwaiter itself? Because we, the the thing that you put stuff in is on the ground floor currently. And I want to wedge something in there to ensure that it would be difficult to get it to a different, to the upper floor. Okay. That, yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. doing that. I'll, I'll let you do that. It'll take I'm you a few minutes, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Is there a way to remove the dumb waiter from the house and take it with us? <laughs> Please. I would like to dumb waiter the bag? as a pet. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything about the bag. I just, you know. <laughs> I'm going to name this dumbwaiter, You could apparently. rip the dumbwaiter out of the wall if you no, no, so no. chose. No, no, we're good. We're just wedging something in there so it cannot be easily used against us in theory. Okay. No one's going to be... spending way too much time on this dumbwaiter. You've spent a lot of time on that dumbwaiter. I well, bet I'm... Josh wrote, there's a dumbwaiter in this kitchen and then just didn't <laughs> think about it. Monster inside. Moving on. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> confirm or deny what I wrote. I may have written that. Right. I may not have. So these, these two door rooms that we have come across, mm -hmm. are there doors or are these open rooms that we can just look the, through? There are doors and they are closed, but as you check the handles, they are not locked. However, that is going to be the episode for this week. I hope everyone had a fun time, including Gary. Yay. And the dumb waiter. And the dumb waiter. He's he's gone great. Nerdy People Play D D is part of the Nerdy Things Podcast Network and was put together by myself and the wonderful people you just listened to. The music we use is licensed uh, with permission from Gavin, a miracle of sound done, and he is amazing. You should go buy all this stuff right now. The additional audio comes from Audioblox. If you would like to get in touch with me, please feel free to contact me on Twitter at NerdyPeopleDMD. Thanks, and take care of yourselves. Cheers.